The Swain Event Podcast is driven by Beatty Chevrolet. For your new and pre-owned vehicle shopping needs, visit BeattyChevrolet.com. Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. We hope you are having a wonderful Tuesday. Y'all, we getting closer and closer and closer to SEC Media Days. And y'all know what that means. That means we'll be closer to the football season. Tennessee sent out their three representatives along with the other teams inside of the SEC. But more importantly for right now, I need to introduce to you a very, very important VFL who will be guest co-hosting today, tomorrow, and we are fired up about it. That is former Tennessee linebacker Kevin Simon. What is up, my man? My man. Man, I appreciate you having me on. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely, man. I'm, I'm glad that you're available. Glad that you can do it because everyone is ripping and running during the summer. Ben McKee is on vacation this week. Uh, I thought it would be an awesome time to get in today and, man, just, just chop it up, man. Just chop it up about Tennessee, the world of, of college athletics. Uh, man, it's been cool to kind of see you behind a mic and, and grow episode by episode every 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 time out, i'm getting a little bit better yeah Y'all better watch out out there Look oh out. yeah i'm a little nervous man because you know you got the voice you got the voice got the looks got the clean shave i can't pull off the clean shave like you so i'm i'm head is on a swivel well the problem is i got all that salt and pepper you know got that's all right great so i gotta gotta keep it clean nowadays that, that's all right i got that i got that as well too Ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, you are a big baseball fan. Huge. Huge Tennessee baseball fan. Huge. Anytime you have a remarkable season, a really good season, historic season, a season where you have a lot of success, you're going to have players have an opportunity to go and play at the next level. And – that was the case for Tennessee yesterday as the MLB draft took place and Tennessee, several guys taken and a couple guys not taken. And that could be good for, for Tennessee baseball, but just your overall thoughts, man, on, on the, on the draft, Tennessee baseball. Uh, y'all, y'all, y'all think that just because Ben's not here, we can't talk a little Tennessee baseball. Y'all didn't know that Kevin Simon is a huge, huge, huge baseball fan. So we here today, uh, I'll go ahead and tell you what's going to be discussed today. Did you see what's going on in Northwestern? Man, so, I, I, I hate that for, uh, for Pat Fitzgerald. So that that will be discussed uh, a little bit later, Tennessee football recruiting as we approach fall camp and all that goes into that, but uh, first, Kevin, as promised, man, your overall thoughts on uh, Tennessee baseball MLB draft as I sip for my. Uh, 
game time sidekick, Tennessee baseball. Jason, uh, I never, I never knew. For coffee, it, it's a whole new me. That's right, man. Tony Y'all, listen, he got, he got a Vols Yeti, but it's, it's a, game, but it's, with, it's with, called, base, with baseball stitching. Yeah, it's called Game Time Sidekicks. So it's not Yeti. Yeah, okay, Game Time Sidekicks. Game Time Sidekicks. They're they're a local company, and um, yeah, Curse of Vols with baseball stitching. It's actually my wife's, but she didn't take it this morning, so it's mine. It's mine, punk. No, so um. So just you know, to start, Chase Dolander going number nine overall to um, to the Colorado Rockies. You know, we all knew he's going to be a top ten pick. Um, you know, there's some folks out there like, oh, but his season wasn't as good as it as it was a year ago. Listen, like coming into this season, baseball analysts felt like his fastball was a plus plus pitch, um, and and really better than Paul Skeens. And then, you know, Paul Skeens went to a whole nother level. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, throwing, he, he, you know, he's throwing six miles per hour harder than what he threw when he was at Air Force. So, um, so obviously his fastball played. But um, but Chase Dolan's fastball still had a lot of swing and miss. Um, it was his slider wasn't breaking as, as, like, quite the same. Didn't have the depth that it that it had. And really his changeup had some swing and, uh, had a lot of swing and miss. But um, I think one of the biggest things with Chase – was our offense didn't pick up until the last half of the year. It's the same reason. It's the same thing that happened to Chase Burns. Um, you know, Chase Burns threw well all season. Uh, and I've heard a lot of pundits and, and analysts um, in the Knoxville area just listen to, to to the radio. Oh, well, Chase needed to be moved to the, to the bullpen. No, he didn't. We needed to start hitting. And then we started hitting the last half of the year. If he would have had any run support, then everything would have been just fine. Because I mean, think about it, man. One of the last, one of Chase Burns' last starts was against LSU at LSU. It was a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series. Chase Burns got the ball on Friday. Um, we're still trying to figure out our outfield, and there's three catchable balls that don't get caught in those first um, three innings. Can both be true, though? Can both be true as saying, okay, the offense need to be better, especially early in the game. Yeah. And Chase Burns benefited, and the team benefited from him going to the bullpen because he struggled too. Can both be true? Yeah, it can. But I guess, like, the the way I look at it is, is he didn't do any worse than what Chase Dolander did, you know. Okay. And, and, I, and I think that the, the, the decision to move him to the bullpen, you know, worked out. It worked out for Tennessee, right? Because, um, like Tony Vitello said, with Chase Burns coming out of the bullpen, it gives our team a a a a sense of okay, we got this. You know, a sense of leadership, a sense of all right, it, we can beat whoever because of who we got coming out the ball uh, bullpen to to close out these games. Um, but ultimately, oh my gosh, it hurts my heart. Ultimately, you know, it led to Chase Burns getting into the transfer portal. Um, and all reports and all signs point to if you if you believe in reports that he's gonna take his take his talents to TCU. <gasps> oh my gosh, hurt my heart. I, I will say this too: there has been some some whispers of him in Georgia because of the great recruiter that the new Georgia coach is when he was at he was at LSU, and um, 
So there's been some some chatter about Chase Burns in, in Athens, Georgia. So we'll see what happens there. And there's also been some whispers about Chase Burns um, returning. And I, I haven't heard anything to suggest at this point on Tuesday, July the 11th, that Chase Burns will be back at Tennessee. So uh, I've seen the chatter here and there. I've seen the whispers and seen some of the, the, the conversation on Twitter. Um, about Chase Burns possibly returning, I just I just don't see that happening today. Man, I mean, I I hope I'm, I'm in my hope hopes and prayers that he comes back because he is he's he's such a leader for our team and just I mean he's just fun to watch. Chase Burns, you want Chase Burns back? Hell yeah, I want Chase Burns back. Please, Chase Burns, if you listen, sir, please come back to Knoxville. I'm sure we got some folks around that give you plenty of NIL money, more so than 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 the other folks competing for your services. Just hey, stay at home. You've yeah. gone, you you poor withered soul. You've Kevin. gone astray. Come on back home because we still got a seat at the table for you, Kevin. He's he he needs he needs to go. For what? He, he wasn't happy all year. Who cares? I mean, did, did you he, see? Did, he cares. I mean, he cares. He 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 was not great at all at the beginning of the season, which is why he was moved to the bullpen. Um, he was not happy. That was known, not just in small circles, but it was known that he was not happy. His intentions was to transfer after the season. Um, he hit the portal, and. Tennessee, since then, has went to the portal, brought in some really, really good players, oh, yeah, we, including we, we got some pitchers. ballers. But I won't say that you have brought in the Chase Burns replacement. No, there's no but, one that can but replace him. I think I think it's best for Chase to move on. I think it's best for Tennessee baseball, Tony Vitello, to move on. And I, I think Tony has taken a bunch of steps in that direction to move on. Yeah. I just say that. Yeah, I mean – you know, I mean, it, to me, you can never lose on a profit. So what you're saying, everything you're saying is how this thing's going to play out. I'm just, I'm living <laughs> in my hopes and dreams. I'm like, come, good, on, come on back home, He's Chase. a good player. He's a good player. He struggled early. He had to be moved to the bullpen. Man. He, he had to. He had to. Yeah, I mean, but he would be your Friday night starter coming back. Yeah, out. yeah, more than likely. Yeah, he'll yeah. be, I mean, he'll be the guy. He's the best one coming out, you know yep. what I'm saying? And hopefully he can not rekindle his form from freshman year, be even better. Because what we saw, um, you know, Southern Miss um, and at the College World Series out of Chase Burns was, and he elevated his play. So there's no reason to suggest that he won't continue to do the same thing as he works back into a starter role. I know for him, he's looking at the money, dollars and cents. He's like, I mean, y'all put me in his bullpen. Mm-mm, I'm Relievers don't make as much money. Like Ben Ben Joyce is one of the best um, relievers in 2022 in college baseball. He won the third round, throwing 105 miles per hour. Right, you know, starter pitchers are the ones that get paid. He's like, you know what? He's like, I don't even want a chance not being a starter starting pitcher. I mean, I get that, but you want to be a struggling starter and. Brian Hunsucker here on the text box says Burns had an ERA of eight in SEC play as a starter. So you like, do you want to be 
a struggling starter just to be a starter? Or do you want to be someone that impacts in a positive way and you're in a position to be the best version of yourself? And that was him when he was in the bullpen. Yeah, it's not top-tier starter money is more than top-tier bullpen money, but what if you are a top-tier bullpen guy Yeah, I just I versus just, a below-average starter? I mean, which one is better there? Yeah, I mean, he's betting on himself. He, he doesn't think he's below-average. His stuff's not below-average, so when you put him with his stuff back out on the mount, I mean, he, he'll be he'll – be, uh, He's gonna. He's gonna. He would make Tennessee great again. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. I hear you. I hear you. 865-255-03 is our telephone number to the Swain Event Hotline. Uh, some show news for you again this week. Uh, last week we uh, introduced a new sponsor, new partner with us, and uh, we're doing the same thing this week as we want to welcome. Uh, Beatty Chevrolet uh, to to the Swain Event family, uh, back to the Swain Event family um, during the seasons of the Swain Event on Mondays when we do the we do the show there uh, in their showroom and and so it's good to have Beatty Chevrolet back and so um, be on the lookout for what they have going on. Um, I have personally uh, purchased a car from Beatty Chevrolet. Uh, my brother has purchased a car from Beatty Chevrolet. And so we have experienced a great service there at, at Beatty and a great experience. So um, best way to support Swain Event is when it's time to purchase a house or a car or you need uh, financial um, assistance or it's time to get some barbecue or your home needs some heating, plumbing, cooling, and electrical, reach out to our sponsors uh, first and let them um, give you the best best deal uh, and best server as possible. Kevin Simon, former Tennessee linebacker, is filling in for uh, Ben McKee, who's on vacation this week. If you have checked Ben McKee's Twitter account, his social media, still covering Tennessee, still covered the MLB draft yesterday where several Vols were selected. Um, there's nothing like getting your, your name called. And if you guys didn't get the name called and, what does that mean for, for Tennessee? Um, I would think it, it's good for Tennessee, which is, as a fan, as a baseball fan especially, you get selfish. Selfish. I mean, you, Come let's back. Just, let's, just, let's just call a spade a spade here. Like, in football, we have witnessed this and, and, and experienced this feeling for so long when you have a, a guy who's a junior mm-hmm. and he's the, contemplating on whether to go to the league or, or come back, and you're like, man, I really want this young man to go live out his hopes and dreams, and, man, he'll make a lot of money at the next level. I'm more understanding with football. But I want him for to come back reason. for my team. I want I want this junior to come back and be great for my team. Like, I One want Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, come back, deliver us a, us a championship, mm-hmm. help my team. Baseball it feels a little bit different because like Tony Vitello has done a great job recruiting and there's some high school players that like you can get drafted unlike football, unlike basketball. Kind of like Jake Rucker going the fourth round. 
I I kind of wanted I wanted Jake to be involved. I wanted him to come here and play, but he don't is, go to the Tigers. Come to come to Tennessee. See, that's just being selfish. But, I am, but he, he is expected to sign, and he's not going to play for Tennessee. Don't but, do it. But he's going to the he's going to the pros, man. You yes. can't blame a young man for doing I mean, that. You go first round. That's more money. <laughs> see, see, three, look at you. Look at three you. Years. Bet on yourself, young man. Look at you. Look at you. See. That's that fan in you. Yes, it is. That's that fan in you. Ain't, ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. 865-255-03 is our telephone number. I want to check out this text box. Text box brought to you by Beatty Chevrolet. The Betty Chevrolet text box. July, huge, big red tag sale. All inventory marked down with their best price on the windshield. Get your biggest savings on their largest inventory in years, up to $10,000 off. BeattyChevrolet.com. All right, to the text box. Nila Mafia. Man, it's good to hear you in the mornings again. Appreciate the love, Nila Mafia. Um, Vol Fan says, if Burns wanted to come back and Tony and the players also want to him back then i would happily welcome him back i believe in giving grace to young adults especially those that seem to have people in their circle that are giving them bad advice okay i agree i agree with that agreed i think if all sides are like all right let's do this then i would be cool with it but i don't i don't i don't i don't i don't don't, don't don't think that's happening right now who in the hell is kevin simon just joking That's a good question. Jamel is just joking. Uh, QC Rodney says, bring back the Simon visor so hard. Man. You got to explain. How the hell you get that uh, rainbow visor? Because not everybody had that. Yeah, so it was, uh, I don't know. I just. You do know. Not everybody had it. Well, I bought it myself. But you were allowed to wear it. Yeah, I just thought it looked cool. How? They changed the rules, though. And you were not allowed to wear it moving forward, right? So it, it, well, it, they they might have said, you know what, K. Simon's looking too hard out here, y'all. We just we can't have anybody else looking that drippy. What, what year you have it? Um, oh five, my last year. You wore that during the games? Yes. You not you weren't supposed to wear that. Well, I was. I I'm over here like, yo, I should have bucked the system too. <laughs> Hey, sometimes sometimes, I, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Man, I because rem- I remember I came in, it was 03, and Jabril had the mirror visor. Yeah, yeah, the mirror. And um We was like, ooh. That was, oh my gosh, that was that was so hard. And years went by, and this double A said you couldn't have mirror, you couldn't have rainbow. Uh, I remember Sean Taylor having yeah. special visor, and then like I remember we all had to have the same like light tinted visor. That was the the best we can do. It yeah. had the same color. And here now, come K Simon with the with the rainbow well, tint. No, so mine was it was orange. How'd you get around the rules, man? It's okay now. You might as well I do what spill, I want. You spill the beans now. No, I do what I want. Okay, there you go. I mean that answers it then. Here it is. That I mean that's that's that's. <laughs> <laughs> that pretty much answers everything. You, you, you do what you want. Okay, I got you. I got you. All right, cool, cool, cool. I got you. All right, we will take a uh, quick timeout. Kevin Simon, former Tennessee linebacker, VFL, filling in this week for my man Ben McKee. Kevin Simon will be here also on Thursday. 
Yes, sir. It'll be here on Thursday as well. So we're taking comments, questions on the Baby Chevrolet text box. Swain event is fueled by Daddy and Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. is brought to you by top 100 barbecue restaurant dead end barbecue check them out online at deadendbbq.com good morning swain event family take a deep breath in and release we're all back together in the am and life is good if you have real estate needs just give me a call jennifer morris at 865-257-7897 or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com and go vols What's up, Swain Event family? It's great to be on board. This is Taylor Hawkins with Modern Woodman Fraternal Financial, and I have one question for you. When was the last time you have slowed down and evaluated your financial situation? Just like the Vols, a great game plan leads to victory. Let us help you achieve your financial goals with a custom-made game plan. No matter what stage of life you're in, protecting your family and hard-earned money is important. So let one of our local and trusted financial professionals secure your future by visiting one of our 10 branch offices across Tennessee or give us a call locally at 865-312-5638. And remember, go Vols. Guys, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low-T. Schedule your annual health assessment at Low-T Center. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for just $155 a month cash pay or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a Low-T Center or you just need the convenience of an at-home treatment, Low-T Center makes it easy to get started on treatment. Only your first two visits are in person. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. That's Low-T Center, reinventing men's health care when you are craving some quality barbecue there's only one place to go dead end barbecue dead end barbecue has been featured on espn's taste of the town the first barbecue restaurant on the sec network cbs sports headline news tailgate show amazon primes the restaurant comeback food paradise and named one of the top 100 barbecue restaurants in america the search is over Dead End Barbecue is located on 3621 Sutherland Avenue right here in Knoxville. You can even have it delivered right to your door through Chow Now. Visit their website at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Swain Events, SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Glad that you are back with us. Today's going to be a fun show. Today has already been a fun show. It's going to be fun on Thursday as well, man. Big thanks to Kevin Simon for, for joining us and filling in for, for Ben McKee. Um, I'm still tripping how you, you was able to wear that visor. And I don't like how... You're not really transparent about how you were able to wear it. Nobody else wore it. 
I'm, I'm just, I mean. You just did it. I just did it. You didn't, like, you didn't get any permission. You didn't try to, like, ask first. You just bought your files or put it. No, you didn't put it on yourself. Nah, Somebody had to put Ch- it on for Ch- you. Chicken Hawk put it on. Okay. Yeah. So, so this between you and Chicken Hawk. But it, it's like Nike. I just did it. You just, just do it. Yeah, I just did it. Wow. Okay. Man, I, because I, I could have had the mirror 10 or something, man. Man, you would have been looking fine. I know with that, with that number one. Yep. Oh, it would have been, been drippy. Now, nah, because I've had probably about. Disappointing. Uh, I don't know. I've had multiple grown men. Right. Man, you were my favorite player, but that visor, it, I, you know, I don't even think it's how I played. I think it's the visor. It's just the visor. It was it the look. The visor, just the look. Wow. You look good, feel, feel good, play good. That's what Deion Sanders said. Prime. Wow. Channel, was channeling my inner prime. Wow. Yeah, that's right. You got to you gotta look good, man, so you feel good and play good. No doubt. Ball fan says, more Kevin Simon, please. Oh, you know what? Hey, I appreciate that, man. I wasn't sure if we would get decent baseball conversation without being there. I have been pleasantly surprised. More Kevin Simon, please. Dang, ball fan. Appreciate that. Dog, okay. I mean, I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Now, Now, can I say this? Please. Big win that Matthew Dallas... Is not from from our Brad Chris Christian who's um, when I was talking to Josh Elander and um, and and some of the guys on the staff, they were they're really excited about this cat coming in. Um, he's one of their signees in this twenty twenty three class. Left handed pitcher, left handed pitcher from Memphis, and we don't have enough left handed arms mm-hmm. in um, in our in our pen, and you know we don't we really don't have a go to left handed starter. Uh, but we got he's one of three that we have coming in along with Dylan Lloyd who um played at P- Pigeon Forge um and then um Ashton um Sulak who um who I know his little brother know the family but is another left-handed arm Ashton coming out of Farragut you know just had Tommy John but um they feel pretty confident about their ability to get him back going um and when I was talking to to Ashton Sulak's father he pointed to um, to um, to just, just to Woody, who, who's our athletic trainer, and, mm-hmm. and the job that they, that he's done rehabbing multiple um, Tommy John guys. Um, I mean, look no further than Ben Joyce. Ben Joyce came back throwing even harder yeah. than what he was before. You know, ran it all the way up to, to 105. You know, was pumping him right right about 98 before that. You know, before his Tommy John, but. Um, but no, but but these guys are really excited about some of the left-handed arms we're getting. I had a chance to see Dylan Loy in person um, when Pigeon Forge was playing against Alcoa. My younger son Smooch, they uh, they practice at Alcoa. Man, the thing about Dylan Loy and you know he sits right about eighty-nine, ninety. But what makes him so effective is that his fastball, and then he has he has two off-speed pitches, a slider that he throws hard. And then, um, and then a slider that he takes a little something off. All three pitches come out of the same slot, so it's really hard for for mm-hmm. him to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Matthew Dallas kid is a guy who um, pitched for for Team USA um, U eighteen. You know, went three three and two thirds innings against Chinese Taipei, struck out three. Um, but when they had big games, that's somebody who they're putting out on the mound for Team USA. So. 
uh, Frank Anderson, uh, Tony Vitale, and all the guys really excited about this class that they have coming in. And that's before we even start talking about the transfer portal. I don't know if you saw, but um, Peoples is a yeah. Is cannon. A, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Catcher. We, we needed a catcher with, Man, with a he bat. Has, he had one of the fastest pop times I've ever seen mm-hmm. on Perfect Game. So, you know, from catch to second, he gets it down there at 1.77. That's even faster than Connor Pavlone. And Connor Pavlone, we all know, you know, how how good he was. Um, now, he started 50 games as a DH for, uh, for NC State. Um, let him in batting average, batting 354, um, and then started nine games, I believe, at catcher. But he's a guy that Cal Stark, he did, he did, a, he did a good job for us, but I think we'd like to see a little bit more offense at that catcher spot. People's transferring over from NC State is, is a guy that's going to give us the ability to get a little bit more offense, um, out of our, out of our top nine in the lineup if he can lock down the, um, starting catcher position. Seth Harrison, he's drafted by by the Rockies uh, yesterday. Yep, seventh and, round. And so you get uh, you, you get a couple of balls there uh, with with the Rockies, man. So he was drafted in the seventh round, one hundred two uh, to be exact. Yep. And so uh, you get Andrew Lindsay. He was drafted by by the Marlins yesterday uh, in the fifth round at one forty six. And so. Um, Carson Rucker, he won't make it to to Knoxville. He was picked in the fourth round. Come home, Carson. <laughs> Maui Ahuna goes back to the Bay. Yeah. Back to the Bay. He the was Giants. drafted by by the, the Giants uh, in the fourth round. And so um, here we go. More guys to the pros and more guys filling new roles. We saw that happen this year with um, several guys the previous year being drafted and um, – new players stepping up into new roles this past year. And it's going to happen again uh, next year. So we look forward to that. And, um, man, we'll we'll keep an eye out on Chase Burns. Um, I don't think he's going to be coming back, at least as of July 11th. But you never know. But I'm just not confident about that. Vol, said, Vol fan says, seriously, Ben should be worried. Kevin is dropping the baseball knowledge. Oh, man. Hey, Kevin knows his stuff. He loves baseball. Oh, man. Absolutely hey. loves it, man. Son plays baseball. You got a good relationship with Josh Elander as well. So, yeah, man. Kevin's, Kevin Kevin, can talk baseball. We did a – it was a couple Fridays ago. It was when um, Tennessee – Right before we started the College World Series. Right before, because we had talked right to – Right after um, the uh, Southern, Southern Miss. Miss. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we had uh, – you filled in for Josh Ward on Sports Animal there, Josh and Swain. And uh, we had Blake Burke's father on the program, yeah. and uh, man, we talked, we talked the whole show about baseball, three hours, man. We had a we had a good old time, good old time. Um, Riley Voss says, "Who are you saying not coming back?" No, uh, Chase Burns. I don't think he's coming back. There's been some some whispers about him possibly coming back. I just don't think that's going to happen today. A six five two hundred fifty five oh three. Riley Voss said that on the Beatty Chevrolet. Uh, text box. D Skid says Kevin's visors was nice and all, but that's not what made his look intimidating. Guys' biceps were bigger than most people's heads. Man, I, you know, if I could rekindle that same body, you know, I just walk around the beach, no shirt. You know, I, I think I took it for granted back then. You know, now I'm all fat. You was walk, you was walking around the strip with no shirt on. I saw you a couple times on. Friday, Saturday night. Easy. <laughs> Easy. We didn't do that, but 
Now, now I'm walking walk around all fat, flabby like Larry Holmes. It's just, hey, you know, Father Time's undefeated, y'all. Undefeated. Speaking of undefeated, Pat Fitzgerald will not be undefeated this season because uh, he has been, you know, let go as the coach at Northwestern. He has dedicated 26 years of his life to Northwestern. He's, he was a player there. Um, you know, Kevin, this is this 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 topic for you. I think has several layers because you was a player. You've worked in the NFL as a scout, um, director of scouting departments. You've worked in college staff, especially, but more importantly, the school you played at. So when you recruit kids that come to Tennessee, it hits a little bit different because you play here. And that's kind of what's going on with Robert Ayers now and happy for him and um, know he's going to do a great job. Northwestern fired their football coach, Pat Fitzgerald. Hazing claims. And if you read the details of the accusations, they had to fire him. They had no choice. It's 2023, Kevin. There's really no reason for these type of things to be going on inside the locker room as far as hazing. Like, like I'm, I'm going to read some of these accusations. And, like, it, it kind of blew my mind that these things were going on in the year 2022. In the, I mean, in the last five or six years, like, period. Like, he was still going on. Um Quote here from ESPN.com. The report says the hazing included forced participation, nudity, sexualized acts of a degrading nature, and a clear violation of Northwestern policies and values. Um, and there's some stuff out there that's a little bit more detailed about what was going on and what happened. And, um, yo, it's, 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 it's mind blowing when you think about it, but I think hazing, like when you get down to it, it's pointless. It's really a waste of time. Like, all right, man, you played at the school, Longer than me. I come in and you know do all these stupid things that has nothing to do with football. Why? To make me feel like I'm part of the club. Like that's it's silly. You 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 wanna know how a player can be a part of the club when they come in as a freshman? Make plays. Just just go make plays. Just go yeah. ball out, do your job, make plays. That's how you feel part of the club. Not standing there letting somebody tape you up, putting whipped cream on you, making your butt naked. Uh, sticking bananas up your butt and doing all that silly, weird stuff like that. Like, Ew. that's the th- dude. That's the things that that go on with these hazing, uh, uh hazing on, on on football teams, and it's it's just crazy to me. But you know, 
before the show started, you you said, man, you know, just as a coach to a coach, yeah. do you feel bad for for Pat Fitzgerald? Even though, like, yo, man, how how did you not know? And you can't say you didn't know what was going on inside your program because every coach knows what goes on inside their program. He deserved to be fired, but still, it's it sucks for him because it's the school that he played at. Yeah, I think it's one of those things that if you don't get your arms around your program and if you're not willing to make sacrifices by showing an individual or a few individuals the door, then somebody may show you the door. And that's what happened in this scenario. Um, yeah, from scouting with the Dallas Cowboys, I would go Northwestern. So, um, you know, I know Pat, Pat Fitzgerald. I actually had a, had a conversation with him this offseason. As I was shaking the bushes, kind of trying to trying to see where I was going to land for a job, but um, yeah, I mean it's it's a, it's unfortunate, but I think it's a, it's a message for everyone across the NCAA, regardless of your sport. That, hey, man, you better clean your house. You better clean your house. Um, now, now some of the allegations, I mean, they're they're disturbing, and um, and I don't. I don't see why people think that's cool to do. You know, it's, it's almost one of those things because it was done to them that people feel like they need to do it to somebody else. I just, I just never been about that at all. I just felt like if you were part of us, then you're a part of us, man. Like, you know, we got you. You're here for a reason. And yeah, like a, a player, when he first comes in, he's not going to be what he's becoming a better player. He's becoming a player that we can count on, but he's generally not there yet. But, um, but I just, you know, I came in, I was hurt. I kind of flew under the radar with some of the haze and stuff. Cause we had stuff. They would tape guys up, you know, they wouldn't do no, nothing with bananas, but you know, they snap towels at your booty or whatever, <laughs> you know, and, uh, um, which hurts. Yes. If you, if you get pop right. Well, yeah. You know, some guys, it didn't get their booty. It, you yeah. know, it, it got the family jewels. And yeah. I'm sure they don't feel great, but, while all that was going on, because I was hurt, I kept my butt in the training room doing rehab. I was like, nope, not coming out. They ain't come get you? Hell no, they ain't come get me. They didn't even think about me. You know, so then um, so then in years later, you know, there's multiple times, include, including with Robert Ayers. Yeah, I remember um, Kevin Burnett was like, no, we're going to get Robert Ayers. Yeah, I just I just had to come out and say, no, we're not. We're, you know, we're not, we're not doing that. You know, just because to me, it just – there's a right way and a wrong way to do everything. And that was never the right way. Right. And I, and, and even as we said, 15 years later, I just don't see, you know, I, I, you know, it's shocking that, that people still think this is the thing to do, but I mean, but you see in the fraternities and the fraternities won't even talk about what they do. No, right? no, 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 you know, it's, but the reason why they won't talk about what they do is because they do some stuff that ain't, it's, it ain't good at all at all. So, yeah, that's why I wasn't ever going to be a part of fraternities. You know, pay for friends for what? Not doing it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not engaging any of that stuff to be a part uh, of of a group or to be accepted. Like I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing that. It so like, ain't worth it. So my freshman year, and um, like I'm telling the story not to like put anybody out or anything like that. What uh, went on in Northwestern is at Northwestern. And that yeah. was horrific, and what went on in Tennessee was nowhere close to, no, to that at all. So at all. No. just because I'm telling the story, I want people to try to you know link the two and, and make it seem like that 
you know, we did a lot of stuff that is similar to what Northwestern did because mm-hmm. that's not the case at all. So, like, when I'm a freshman, uh, I heard about the ice bath, the ice tub, oh, yeah. and this is what players, new staff members, whether they are coach on the field, off the field, yeah. training room, weight room, it didn't matter. If you were in the football program and you were new, you participated in this ritual. And yeah. so we knew that, all right, today is a day. And we were always kind of told, all right, this is what's going to happen. It's going to be after a fall, uh, fall camp practice at the baseball last, field. The last fall camp practice, right? It's going to be, yep, it's going to be yeah. a, around that time. <laughs> you, you're going to do the huddle after the practice. Coach is going to release everybody except for the freshmen to go prepare, air quotes, and then you go in, um, you get dumped in ice, ice bath. It's super, super, super cold. Super cold. I mean, you got like four, five, six dudes basically kind of carrying you. Yep. Yeah. 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 Throw you in this ice bath. Yeah. And there's limits to everything. So, like, it was, it could have been taken past the limits. Uh, I'm glad it wasn't taken past the limits. Something that seemed so harmless as that could have went to another level, but I didn't see it go to any other level um, during my time. So, like, I was hurt coming in from high school. I had an MCL that I was still recovering from, and so I spent a lot of time in the training room. And so the other freshman went through the ritual. I went to the training room because, like, I wasn't thinking about all that stuff. I was upset that I wasn't my normal self during fall camp. So I was frustrated, and I wasn't in the mood. For none of that. I don't care how old you how old you are, how much bigger you are. Yeah. Like I was not in the mood for silliness. No. I was here for business. So like I'm in the training room and I was wondering, like, they gonna come get me? They gonna come get me. And they came and got me. Nah, come on. They didn't really want to do it though. I, I think it's, it, it was Tony Brown that remember that we need to go get you, I think. It was Tony. It was, I, it was, it was, it like was Jason. I know it was Jason Allen. It's like, come on, man. Because oh, he kind of yeah, talked. Right. He was like, yeah, he was like, right. come on, man. You got, you got to do it, man. Yeah. Come on. I was like, See, all right. Jay, Jay, I don't like this. this I, I never really. Knew. Yeah, I was like, all right, let's go. So, like, they took me in the locker room, dumped me twice. Now, guys that came in and ran in, ran in, ran in their mouth and put a target on their back, they probably got dumped three or four times. But, like, I remember Trooper. Trooper came in 2004. It was his first year. Dude, he dove in. Yeah, Albert Tawena came in, uh, and Jesse came in. They just they just dove in because like you weren't gonna just manhandle them, so they just yeah. voluntarily just dove in, <laughs> and, and that yeah. was real. That was real fun, real cool. But I remember going to my sophomore year, we didn't do it anymore. So my freshman year was the last year we did the ice tub and, and all that silliness. From that point moving forward, we did talent show stuff. I don't know if you yeah. remember. Yeah, we didn't do that. Yeah. The ice tub and all that stuff moving forward. We just did talent shows. And then that was when we realized that Aaron Foster could rap. Yeah. We realized that David Holbert could rap. Yeah. Because we put them in front of the room thinking we were going to embarrass them by making them sing or rap or whatever. And they like crushed it. Crushed and it. we looked stupid. It was like, oh man, they well no, they I pretty, mean they, they, they pretty got good. the whole they got the whole meeting room like yeah. ah! Got them all hyped. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think it was good for energy and culture. Good for the chemistry. Yeah, that was real cool, man. That was real, 
Real, real cool. All right. Tennessee sending three players to SC Media Days. Joe Milton, Amari Thomas, um, Jacob Warren. Three dudes. So, Jacob Warren's been in Tennessee for, seems like, seven, eight years. Uncle Warren. Uh, Joe Milton. The elder statesman. Joe Milton in his third year. Amari Thomas, he's a upperclassman. He's a vet. You have a relationship with these guys. You have, um, you know, you're on that staff with, with, with Pruitt, and so these guys are part of uh, those teams, except for Joe Milton. Your your take on Warren, Amari, represent Tennessee SC Media Days. Well, you got three guys who have gotten to a point to where they do everything right. I think Jacob Warren, ever since day one, he's always done everything right, but now, from a playing time standpoint, and he, you know he's been there, and you know he's almost like having a coach on the on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think Joe's gotten to that point um, just from a from a from a work ethic standpoint, and you know, living in the living in the meeting room and knowing all the answers. And I think like there's times where we just throw the quarterback in, uh, but Coach Eichel has shown that that's not necessarily what he's going to do. Just automatically throw the, the quarterback into into that role, but um, Joe's earned it, right? Um, and I think he's a great ambassador. You know, he's so engaging and outgoing and, and a great interview. And, you know, I've seen him interact with kids. You know, um, Joe likes to have a good time, and I think he's, he's a great ambassador for Tennessee football right now. And then Big O, you know, I think there's a lot of younger guys on the defense say, well, who's going to take that leadership role? Um, you know, and Big O has earned it, um, and those guys, they they admire the way he goes about his business. Yeah, I think Big O's ready for a breakout season, you know, under, um, you know, Ronnie Garner's tutelage. So, you know, you got three great ambassadors for the program. Um, let's see what those guys have to say. Out of everyone on the defensive line, you think Big O is under the most, most pressure to perform? Has to have a huge year. Yeah, I mean, I mean, who else, you know, who else is going to come from? I know, you know, there's some guys that that have made some strides. You know, the Bryson Eastons of the world and, um, and some of these guys. But if if Big O ain't, if he's not making plays, then you know, then there's a problem. Not you know, fully expect because um, Ronnie Garner is the best position coach over there, y'all. I mean, he, I mean, he's a top ten defensive line coach in football, not just college football, in all of football including the NFL. So, you know, he's going to have those guys tooted up and ready to go. Um, so fully expect Big O to be a to make a significant contribution in the way of sacks, tackles for law, and just generally just being disruptive. Because sometimes, you know, stats, they tell a part of the story. They don't tell the whole story. You got to watch that tape. Especially for defense alignment. Yeah, especially for defense yeah. alignment, being disruptive mm-hmm. um, uh, up front. So um, yeah, so I mean, if he's if he's not if he's not playing a significant part in that, then then our D line ain't it's, they're not very likely not playing as well as what we need them to uh, to go to where we want to go. I, I think coaches staffs are, are very strategic, uh, and, and they do a really good job of, of thinking out who they take 
to SC Media Days, who they think, number one, is going to represent their school, not embarrass folks by saying silly stuff or yeah. give opponents bulletin board material, things like that. Um, but you also got to take somebody that you think is going to have a big year. Like, you can't, can't, can't be taking scrubs. Yeah. Like, you got to take ballers. And you look at Jacob Warren, who's going to be starting tight end. Yep. Um, he's made big plays in his career at Tennessee. Joe Milton, he's going to be starting quarterback. He's made big plays. I think he's ready for a breakout year. I think so, too. And then you have Amari Thomas, who he's very comfortable in front of a microphone. Like, he does a really, really good job. Yeah. It's it's his major. Um, this is a industry that he wants to get into after he's, his playing days is, is you know, sports and information media. Um, I remember the Florida game, Amari Thomas has some big plays in the backfield. Uh, Florida's offense looked better than I thought they would look, but the plays that we did make, they were behind the backfield. We created some negative plays, and Amari Thomas was a big reason why, man. He was disruptive. Uh, he got to Anthony Richardson. He got into the backfield. He made some plays. We just need more of those type of plays that he made against Florida. We just need those more consistently this season. Yeah, and I think you're going to see it, you know, just because the the brand of uh, ball we play on defense, you know, we're going to – now, we blitz a good bit. We had, uh, we, we had to. Yeah. We, yeah, we had to. We blitz, uh, hopefully, we don't have to as much moving forward. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you agree or disagree. We'll see what that secondary looks like. That's what I'm saying. Like, because it's a little, it, it it has been a little feast or famine, right? And that's and that's just like, well, I think Tim Banks is like, all right, well, we're gonna go ahead and come after him, because uh, because we don't want to be out here covering all day, y'all. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Our our, our listeners and viewers, they, they 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 not they not dumb. They yeah. they smart. They know they, what's going they, on. They got eyes. They yeah, they see what we got to do and what we got to fix on uh, with our defense. Yeah, and some of that has to do with the offense. You know, we're putting up so many points and, and pressing the issue that we put the opponent in a position to where they're like, y'all, we got to score. So they call the game different than what they usually do and throw the ball more. And, and since we're putting up points, you know, people are put throwing the ball more so they can get back into the game. So that plays into some of our defensive, um, you know, uh, passing, uh, passing stats, you know, puts us in the bottom half. Right. But, um, but we all got eyes, and we see sometimes when you know, when that maybe that's not the case, and maybe we're giving some things up out there that, sheesh, we really wish we weren't giving up. So, things a little bit of balance. So, I want to ask you about one defensive player um, in particular when we come back from break, and you have seen this player for the moment he arrived on campus to his last game uh, last season, and he's entering his last season uh, this year, and that's that's Aaron Beasley. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you've seen the maceration of of, of, of of Aaron Beasley coming in as a linebacker slash running back, going through some adversity, and then Clemson game, in my opinion, I thought he was the best player on the field that day. I don't think there's any doubt about that. So Kevin coached him up. Kevin was part of his recruitment. You're not going to get better insight when it comes to Aaron Beasley than, than Kevin Simon, who's joining us here on the Swain Event. Swain Event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. Your go-to for your catering needs, weddings, any type of shindigs, 
golf tournaments, you need someone to cater, you call Dead End Barbecue. Swain Event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Be right back. All right, we are not taking a break right now. We're going to keep it going. That's what we're going to do. Technology said, you know what? I'm not ready to take a break right now. So we won't take a break right now. We will take a break here in a little bit. 865-255-03. Give us a call. Kevin Simon, former Tennessee linebacker, is with us today. Aaron Beasley. He's one of my players, Kevin, I think will be on the all-SEC uh, postseason team. What he did versus Clemson, it was like, the game was in slow-mo to him. Making plays in space, making plays in the backfield. Sometimes when we see a player make plays, we don't we don't see and understand their road to get to that level. Yeah. And you understand that road. He comes in from Georgia. He comes in with other five-star caliber linebackers. Yeah. Uh, what did you see in Aaron Beasley? He was just a rugged player when he played in that Hurt County. Um, you know, whether it was running back or, or playing safety, and a lot of times when he's a safety, they're rolling down into the box. But uh, he had a way of of playing with violence, right? And um, and he's he, his his lower body's thicker, right? So when he's running through people, he just <clears throat> just you know kind of stopped him in context. So it's like all right. Coming from safety to linebacker, in terms of what you have to look at, it's a different. There's just there's a lot more stimuli, right? So, you know, we talk about reading your keys. So, a stimulus reaction, stimulus reaction. So, there's a lot more to look at when you're playing inside linebacker than there is a safety. So, it took him a little bit of time to be able to understand how to read read his keys, and keys are basically keys. They, they allow you to understand the intent of the play early in the down. So, um, obviously, you know, the key's going to be the running back mm-hmm. for, for the linebackers. But generally speaking, we try to teach guys how to read the triangle. And it takes at least a year, sometimes two, for a guy to be able to accurately decipher the triangle. So, you're seeing the near crown of the guard through to the running back um, to to the other to, to the crown of the other guard. So, you're seeing the three. Offensive, um, offensive lineman in front of you, through to the running back with all the shotgun that goes on now. Three interior offensive linemen through to the mesh because the running back had to cross through the mesh. So it takes guys time to be able to decipher. And one thing that we talk about with linebackers is, oh, do you see hard hat run, meaning that the offensive line is coming off the ball, right, or high hat pass. Okay. Sliding back, right? Because um, obviously that's gonna that's so so. Without getting too technical, um, whether it's zone run or counter, or or whatever or or pass, obviously you know whatever it may be, it it understand helps you to understand the intended play early in the down. It took Aaron time to be able to recognize that accurately. But what you saw in the Clemson game and, and the term that you used, it looked like the game was in slow-mo. Slow-mo. Well, it's now he's it's finally clicked to where he can see it and feel it all. And now 
as linebackers, what I talk to guys about is we're erasers, right? We got to erase plays. So there's going to be times where a guy's not in his gap, uh, you know, the safety don't fit right, right? We have to be able to play off the people around us to be able to create, um, to fix mistakes. So it's almost like he sees things now before they happen. And it's that's a mark of a great linebacker. I'm going to go to the phones right quick. You got Kevin Simon, former Tennessee linebacker here. Uh, you're on the Swain event. Good morning. Yo. What's up, Jamal? That was good, man. What it do? What it do? Kevin smacking stuff, Simon. What it do, big dog? <laughs> man, hey, just, hey, bless. <laughs> Just to be blessed to be uh, blessed and highly favored, big dog. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. And y'all made me mad, but y'all know how many championships I won on the college game without boosting the stats? What you mean? Who made you mad? I just said we should have won so many more boy, with, with that squad with y'all all on it, man. Don't get me started, Jamel. Man. Don't get me started. I feel the same way. Yeah. But anyway, uh, what's been going on on that hill, my guy? Jeez. When? Winning. Yeah, winning. I mean, winning everywhere. Recruiting, football, baseball, softball. I mean, we we ain't getting over the hump hump. Like, I I think we will be soon. That's the thing. The recruiting just has to take. The recruiting has to take. You know what I'm saying? Once you get the Jimmys and Joes and Jen and James, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, we'll start putting in, you know, those little weaknesses we have in certain areas and stuff, man. Uh, I'm just excited, man. It's just, it's just like we ain't losing right now, as far as you know, saying the people and the personnel and stuff like that, man. And it's just, it's just great to see Tennessee just winning all over track and field. It's just, oof. I, I, I'm rocking it. Tremaine, I'm just, I'm ready for us. And I understand how hard it is, difficult it is. It's not mm-hmm. like playing a video game. Yeah, winning a championship is hard. There's only one team that does it. But like, I can't wait for one of our teams to get over the hump. And when LSU won in basketball and then turned around and won in baseball, I was like, oh, gosh. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, goodness, man. I was like, yeah. yeah. I was like, they was my second favorite team if I had a second favorite team. What? For beating us in baseball. I said if I had a second favorite team. Yeah. Huh? Don't get it twisted, bro. Hey, I it, know I, you know what? I, I, I see where Travell's coming from because, you know, after my team's out of it, eh, you know, I got people I watch, too. Hmm? Yeah, but yeah, but they put us out though. So that that was that that ended all that for me. <laughs> like I was like, yeah, unless you, I did. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't hit me with the cricket. <laughs> if you had a second, if you had a second team, if you had a second team, unless you be your team. If I had one, you know, you, how, know. you know how crazy that sounds. It does, but you know things happen. Make you to make you make you sound like a team. Things can happen, man. Man, yeah, set your ass down. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since I hit that one, man. I had to hit that one. Yeah, I can mess with you this morning, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> you know yeah. how I is. If I had a second team. Oh, boy. You saw me. Anyway, man. I am. You know me. He's just saying that he he enjoys watching LSU. No, yeah, I know what he said. Like, he did, yeah, he yeah. didn't say that. He said, man. if I had a second team... Cause yeah. I, so Tremel, I, I said the hip. I said the same thing when oh, LSU when LSU won it on Sports Animal. I said, man, they was fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, they, there you go. They was they was fun to watch. That's what Tremel meant. They deserved it. 
they they earned it. You, you got to give them credit. Skeens, Dylan Cruz. He, he, they was doing their thing. They earned it. They deserved it. But uh, I didn't say anything about a second team. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, hey, look. Oh, hey, my you know, God. I mean. Well, you you got to come correct always. in here, Tremaine. You can't just be saying anything. Look, the well, biggest room in the world is room for improvement. We're we going to clean that up, Tremel. Appreciate you, man, because this guy always be trying to just chop my legs under me. You know, I already know I'm vertically talented, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you remember uh, you remember a couple of years ago, I was telling you about uh, Aaron Beasley. You remember I was uh, I had met a dude on 2K about like five years ago. We were playing, stay down there in that area. And uh, this is when we was recruiting Aaron Beasley. And uh, he was like, yeah, man, we got, we got this, uh, y'all getting this running back, bro, that played down here. You know, so he played running back in safety, but I think he gonna play safety for y'all. You remember me, uh, me and you and Ben was talking about that, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah. and I was like, man, yeah, I was like, this dude coming in, and we kind of chopped up about him, and we talked about him as a sophomore or whatnot, and he ain't really, you know, he like like uh, Kevin was saying, he ain't really jump off the page as, you know, what I'm saying as a dog as he was, and then you know he got had the little issues, we you know, and all the stuff and stuff, you know, and he wanna. You know, but anyway, yeah, he but. And, he and I spent a lot of time figuring that issue out. Man, it was mm-hmm. very, it was very bogus. Yeah, that's what's up, man. I mean, I'm glad that I'm glad that it actually uh, rolled over and you know what I'm saying and did what it did, and now he's the guy that could do was a dog in the championship game. Mm-hmm. And even before that, you can kind of see like by, by mid season, like he was just getting through the cracks and like chasing people. And then when the season started getting to the end, when he get to those cracks, he went chasing people, smacking people like, yo. boom, like, yo, <laughs> where you come from, Aaron? <laughs> like, so it's just beautiful to watch all that stuff he went through and possibly be a, you know, a, a mid-round to, you know, somewhere uh, draft pick. Uh, and I'm just so proud of, you know, that story. You know what I'm saying? Because it always seems to go the opposite way with kids once they get in trouble and stuff like that. Uh, you know, I'm big on that, uh, Jason, uh, trying to help these kids kind of get through mistakes that they've made because, you know, me, I ain't, you know, my story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, that's, that's, that's my, that's, that's, I guess that's what I'm kind of here for is kind of helping those kids kind of see past all certain situations because, I mean, it could definitely be uh, a win situation when kids go through, so especially so public, you know what I'm saying, as it was. Uh, and just to see him come out on the back end, man, dude going to be a beast this year, barring injury, man. I just can't wait. Uh, fellas, it's good talking to y'all. So when are we doing this? What? Two days a week? Two day, Tuesdays and Thursdays, man. 8, eight to 9.30. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yes, sir. That was a pleasant surprise to wake up this morning. Oh, what's this? Yeah, You've been, you, <laughs> you, you been in the cave, man. We've been rolling for a couple yeah, of months. You know, well, you know, I just graduated, uh, got my exercise science major and stuff, and I'm getting man. a younger class going and the speed and training that I'm doing with these kids down here trying to get them right help them reach their dreams and stuff, man. So man. I've been busy trying to get all that stuff going, man. I'm just... But now I got a little bit of time for myself. I can sit down and do what I need to do. That's why I kind of woke up this morning. I'm like, oh, okay. They go to home again. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> hey, man, keep doing your thing. You know, just graduated. Congratulations, my guy. Hey, keep giving back to the game. You know, one of the oh, things I always say about coaching is that, you know, the reason I got into it is for me, I just want to send the elevator back down and lift some mm-hmm. young folks up. And, mm-hmm. uh, man, keep doing it, man, just because there's a lot of young folks, and they need that positivity. They need the encouragement that you got. So, hey, man, keep hey, keep feeding their souls with a little bit of soul food. Oh, Good job, man. Oh, man. Congratulations, man, Jermaine. That give me, t- me, t- me cheers right there, kid, man. I appreciate that, man, because yeah. my elevator is a little bit different than others. You know what I'm saying? I know 
got in massive trouble in my life. And, you know what I'm saying, for most coaches to kind of not own, don't have the story that I tell because, I mean, they've not gotten the trouble that I've got into. So I can show you, hey, dog, don't do that. I did no. this, and this is what it did to me. Like, don't do that. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So I appreciate that, Kev, man, for real, man. And, uh, fellas, y'all have a great day, and it's good talking to y'all. I'll go be going, baby. All right, Jamel. Good, good to hear from you, man. Good stuff. Good stuff by you. Yeah, I, I just, I just think Ambus is gonna have a a monster year. I really do. Eight six five two hundred fifty five oh three. We're gonna take a break. A for real, for real break. This time, Kevin Simon, former Tennessee linebacker, joining us. Still salty about not being aware. Visor. That's all right. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get past it. Eight six five two hundred fifty five oh three. Thanks for the phone call, Jamel. Your comments, your questions on the Beatty Chevrolet text box. We will get to that when we return. Swain event fueled by that in barbecue. Just because you can't call in doesn't mean that you have to sit on the sideline. Impact the show with a text box. It's part of the free Swain Event app. What's up, fellas? It's Swain. When it comes to health, there are numbers every man needs to know, including your testosterone number. I recommend going to Low T Center. They make it quick and easy to get your levels checked, and it's only $25. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and with their on-site lab, you'll know your results in 25 minutes. Low testosterone levels can make you feel tired and grumpy, can cause lack of motivation and drive. It can raise your cholesterol, cause weight gain, and loss of muscle mass. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men healthcare. Freedom Motors is the local pre-owned car dealer who does more for you than any other dealer around. You want convenience? You can check out their entire line of vehicles online at freedommotorstn.com. And when you find what you like, they'll bring the vehicle right to your door. That's a dealer who cares about you and your time. Shop Freedom Motors today and let's get you in your new ride. What's up, Swain Event family? It's great to be on board. This is Taylor Hawkins with Modern Woodman Fraternal Financial, and I have one question for you. When was the last time you have slowed down and evaluated your financial situation? Just like the Vols, a great game plan leads to victory. Let us help you achieve your financial goals with a custom-made game plan. No matter what stage of life you're in, protecting your family and hard-earned money is important. So let one of our local and trusted financial professionals secure your future by visiting one of our 10 branch offices across Tennessee or give us a call locally at 865-312-5638. And remember, go Vols. Dead End Barbecue has you covered when you need the food to be on point for your next event. Go to deadendbbq.com to learn more or call 865-414-9417. Dead End Barbecue, the catering search is over. Hey there, Swain Event crew. Just like fall sports, the Knoxville area real estate market is strong and growing stronger. We're in everything region. When you get the big orange itch to buy, sell, or invest, call me, Jennifer Morris, with Keller Williams Realty at 865-257-7897 or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. Go Vols! Looking for a different way to enjoy the show? Yes! Then check out Swain Event TV on YouTube.
865-255-03, our number to the Swain Event Hotline. Swain Event fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. De- uh, Dead End, I know you in there, Kevin Simon. I know you in Dead End Barbecue. Ooh, that banana pudding so good. That's your go-to? That's my go-to. That banana pudding so good. If y'all ain't had it, I'll go check it out. So a good friend, Turkey Man, who's been a Swain Event supporter for, for so long. Um, <laughs> we was at Dead End one day, and Turkey Man ordered ribs. And they were like, okay, what what, what side would you like? He was like, nana pudding. <laughs> and the waitress was like, wait, huh, what? Turkey Man said, I want ribs. And I want Nana Pudding as my side. Give that, the man what he wants. That is what I want. And I'll never forget that, man. It was the funniest thing, funniest thing ever. Uh, it was it was so, so great. Make it happen, please. 865-255-03 is our telephone number. Right now, Hiller, I want to make sure that you are chilling all summer long with special deals. Keep you relaxed and happy this entire summer. Tackle those necessary home System replacements. Take advantage of these deals, folks. Right now, when you buy select new HVAC systems, you'll get two Yeti Trailhead camper chairs. Also, the Panga waterproof backpack. Also, in addition, the Yeti Tundra 75 cooler. And again, in addition, two Yeti tumblers for free. So four different things from Yeti you will get from Hiller, when you upgrade your HVAC system, it's time to get a new one. If you've been thinking about it, you've been wondering, all right, it's time to do it. It's going to be hot this summer. This is the time to do it this month because Hiller and, and, and Yeti, they've teamed up with a hell of a special and a deal for you. Hiller's work is backed by their happy you'll be or service is free guarantee. They offer quick online booking. All you have to do is select the appointment time that works for you. You get instant confirmation. Very convenient. Really, 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 really easy. That is Hiller Plumbing, Cooling, and Electrical. Here on the Baby Chevrolet text box. Nelson from Jackson. K. Simon, do you eat the banana puddings with the bananas or do you pick the cookies out like your boy sitting next to you. You know what? So I am of the thought that they don't give you enough bananas because I can't eat a banana with every single bite. So when I go, I actually, I order extra bananas with my banana pudding. I don't know if that answers your question. You know what, Nelson? I'm not going to stand for any uh, slander today. I'm not going to stand for it. Uh, especially if it's not true. I don't just pick the cookies out. I just move the bananas to the side. Just move them to the side. You know what? So next time we go, let's go together. And instead of me having to get extra bananas, you take my banana. I, I just take your bananas. Yeah, I just I just move them to the side, and I go the cookie with the with the pudding. With the pudding, yeah. Yeah, that's 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 what I do. Well, I'm just gonna say it ain't it ain't banana pudding without the bananas. Well, 
I'm having some pudding then because <laughs> I just I just don't do the bananas with it. I can, I have, I will, but like there's times, most times, I just kind of move them to the side. I give them to my kids or I give them to somebody else that also has banana pudding. Chris Lofton, he always goes, he gets the banana pudding when we go. So he can have the bananas, but no, I just I just move them to the side. I go the cookie and the pudding, and I'm good. Oh, there you go. See, I mean, I mean, they're delicious that way as well. But I just, I just, I want the full experience. I'm gonna put you on the spot right here, Kevin. I'm gonna put you on the spot. There's, there's, there's too much love here on text box, for Kevin Simon. I'm about to put you on the spot. All right, Kevin. What we got? I just thought about this. I have not talked to you about this. I haven't gotten your take on this at all. But I'm gonna put you on the spot. Bo from Riceville says, a perfect morning in East Tennessee. Best show in the morning. Thank you, Kevin, for uh, contributing. Thank you, Jason, for feeding it. The monster you created with this show. Mm. All right. So, Kevin, this football season, is it possible to have you on weekly this football season if the schedule permits Sharing your perspective on our Vols week in and week out. If we can make it work for you, is that something you'd be down to do? Absolutely. All right. The, the people want more Kevin Simon. Man, people, hey, I, I appreciate y'all. If they want more Kevin Simon. I think I love y'all more than you love me, but yes. So that that, that is a trifecta. Ben McKee, Kevin Simon, myself, we're going to find a way. During the week, during a program, we're going to get Kevin Simon in here. Yeah, just trying to keep you on the phone. All right, all right. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. I like it. Not, not, I don't like it. I love it. Hoosier Vol says, no bananas. That's like ordering the Bernie Mac with no mac and cheese. Jeez. Come on, Swain. I mean, come on, man. <sighs> and if I got a, a second go-to, it's the mac and cheese. <laughs> Delicious. In defense of my... Banana pudding uh, preference. The pudding is banana flavored, though. So it still tastes like bananas. Yeah. I mean, it does. I mean, it's the, it, and, it, and listen, it's delicious. Yeah, I mean. Don't, don't. Bananas, I just I just need the full experience yeah. that that it provides me. Morgan says, there's no such thing as a second favorite SEC team. I'm either, I'm either pulling for UT or a meteor. Yeah, I can see that. I'm I'm with Morgan on that one. I'm with Morgan. 865-255-03. My man Ben McKee covering Tennessee baseball from vacation. He's at the Bahamas. So uh must cool. be nice. Yeah, must be nice. C Mac says if you talk about Pat Fitz at Northwestern, you gotta say something about West Virginia and Bobby Huggins. Yeah, Bobby Huggins. Um He's not going without a fight, y'all. Bobby, sir, <laughs> you had two, two incidents. Two. He's demanding reinstatement. Demanding. According to bluegoldsports.com, he is threatening to sue. It's going to get litigious. 
I don't know if you're gonna win this one, Bob Huggins. Yeah, maybe he's looking for a settlement. I, you know, I, I think the the posture is for a reason, and obviously he's posturing because his legal counsel has told him what do you got to lose. Man, it's time to sit down, Bobby. I, I'm with uh, Fran for uh, for Chella here, who says the Bob Huggins situation is strange and can now cause long-term damage to West Virginia hoops. It not only affects the program right now, but any high-quality candidate from out of the family has to think twice about the potential soap opera ahead. It's sad because for many reasons, this job has explosive potential. Like, yeah, Bobby, it's... It's time, man. It's time. It's time. Like you, like I think about the end of Bobby Knight's career where he yeah. had the outburst and he was just showing out. Yeah, he went graceful. Yeah, like, like he was just an old man who was mad all the time. Yeah. Who was great in his day in Indiana and did a good job at, at, at Texas Tech too. But like, it was time. It was time, and it's it's time for Bob Huggins after his comments. When he was on radio there in Cincinnati, I was like, oh, well, he's probably going to be suspended. Probably the right thing to do. But after the DUI, nah, man, it's time. It's time, it's time to go. It's time. Yeah. So there, there you go, C-Mac. We brought up Pat Fitzgerald. There's your Bob Huggins take of the day. Yeah, two, two unfortunate situations, but... But you know the DUI. You know you got. I mean, listen. You, the good Lord's blessed you with uh, with with generational wealth. I mean, it's changed changes dynamic things. Just get an Uber, big guy. Easy enough. Problem solved. No there's, DUI. There, there's no reason. There's no Bob, Bob Huggins. He has too many resources. Too many. You have his first incident. You have a PR team. You have people to tell you what to do, what to say, how to say it. You get on radio, you sounded like you were kind of thrown anyways, like you've been under the influence, and you said some things you're not supposed to say. He was sipping on some scissor. Something. And got in trouble for that. And then gets behind a wheel while intoxicated. Like, you you have resources to prevent that from happening. And he yeah. chose not to use them. Never he chose not to use them. So um, it's, it's time to sit on down, Bob Huggins. That's, that's, that's it. All right, 865-255-03 is our telephone number. July, got about five, six minutes left in the program, but July, what do you remember about July, uh, Kevin, as we are approaching fall camp, man? How was July much different than than June in terms of all-season conditioning and and, uh, weight training? So at this time, we're getting towards the end of our all-season conditioning Remember, we would always we would start with 10 110s and then we'd work up to 21 110s with, with Johnny Long. And mm-hmm. um, so this is right, right about in that time. And then, you know, the month of July is a little hotter than the month of June. So I remember that part. You know, they're going to find some different ways to condition. We'd run hills, more hills in July than in June because they would kind of acclimate the freshmen that came in in June. And then things would get a little bit harder as we went. So... You know, the thing I remember about July is is you really kind of putting the final, the finishing touches on um, 
you know, conditioning and 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 the workout season, trying to lay the foundation for the season. But the other thing I remember about July is that, you know, we really would bond and connect, whether we were having a cookout um, at Tyson's. Um, I think I think it's called Tyson's, right across Tyson Park. Yeah, Tyson Park, or um, or going over to College Park. You know, we would we would hang. You know, kicking in the dorm or, or whatever it may, it may be. Uh, you know, going out when there ain't a whole lot of folks going out. So, I mean, so we really spend a lot of time amongst ourselves because, you know, the vast majority of the students already aren't even around. So, it's almost like, oh, so it's seven on seven. Because we ran seven on seven. Yep. And a lot of times, that's where your leadership, your, to me, your leaders came out during those moments. Um, so, that's what I remember about 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 the month of July is I felt like just from a culture, team chemistry, bonding standpoint, it was it was it's pretty important for the team. Hundred percent. So you're gonna be back on Thursday. Yes, sir. I'm gonna ask you a question. And I know we're not gonna be able to dive in it completely, but I want to start the conversation. Yeah, we'll, we'll and then finish it Thursday. at the beginning of Thursday's show. Cool. So Here's the question to you, Kevin Simon. 2023-24 Tennessee football team, at this point, July the 11th, what is Kevin Simon the most sure about with this football team, and what is Kevin Simon the most unsure about with this football team today? Man. <laughs> Jeez. You know what? A great questions get great answers. You know, that, that'll be a good one to kick around on Thursday. Any, anything offensively, defensively, quick hitter that you can mention today, and then we get back into it more in depth on Thursday? Or do you need do you need some time? You need some time to dive in. I'm sure that Joe Milton's going to play at a high level. Okay. Joe Milton. I, I'm positive of it. Joe Milton in the high level. But I'm unsure of our ability to create explosive plays on the outside like what we did a year ago. Okay. All right. We'll dive more into that on Thursday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. This is going to be real fun. I can't wait. Yeah. I mean, because those they, they say they sound counterintuitive. Like, wait, wait, wait. He had a great year, so, but so, so Joe just th- he just thrown to the slot the whole the whole year. He's just making plays with the guys in the slot. I mean, you know, we'll we'll, we'll see. Oh, I, I can't wait till you go in detail about this one, and I'll share I'll share mine as well uh, on on Thursday, um, more in depth. But just surface level, I, I am sure that as a group, our running backs will be better. This year than last year. No, there's no doubt about that. And then I'm unsure about our cover corners. I mean, I'm still, I'm still unsure about that. So I need, I need to see something in fall camp to make me feel a little bit different. But based Give on how comfort, yeah, based on how last year ended, that's a question I still have, and none of those questions were answered during spring practice because there were so many guys hurt, guys hurt yeah. at wide receiver. So. Um, surface level, those are my two. And on Thursday, man, we'll come back, we'll dive in. Um, and that'll be the first 
first topic of the Swain event. So make sure you don't miss it. Kevin Simon's going to be back, yes, filling sir. in for Ben McKee of Go Vols 247. Best pitch hitter in Knoxville with radio, baby. K Simon. Come in. Straight home runs, man. Straight home runs. He's hitting some singles, but thank you, though. Nah, you're hitting home runs, man. The people want you back. They want you back. And so we're going to give the people what they want, and uh, we're going to bring you back for sure. So Thursday, 8 a.m., the Swain event will be back, 8 to 9.30. Make sure you tell your people, share the show. Let the people know. That we back in the morning. For Kevin Simon, former Tennessee linebacker, I'm Jason Swain. Hope you have a fantastic Tuesday morning. Peace and love. We are out. Take care, y'all.